Hey everybody, thanks for your patience. Uh, this is the second part of the conversation with my father-in-law, Brad. Um, hope you enjoy it. I'm Devin, and I'm an unsupervised man. I'm Justin, and I also am an unsupervised man. I always have been. And I always will be. Yeah. How'd I get this way? Don't care. Well, how do we change? Don't. Why? Because we're unsupervised men. So we hope you enjoy this episode of Unsupervised Men. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Now shut up and sit down. Okay. So, Justin was asking about the techniques of fallen trees, and um, I guess a lot of that is experience. Um, you know, you can make trees go where you want them with wedges. Um, you can hold wood on one side of the tree or the other to make it turn. You, you know, you just you have to be precise with your notch. You can. You can gently roll them against other trees and make them fall into places where you want them. Um, that's just a matter of t trial and error and doing it for a long time. So you've probably had trees that just, at least, you know, years back, not do what you wanted them to do. Happens still. Happens still. God made trees to keep loggers humble. Yeah. <laughs> they they just they don't always do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So what has been like the most terrifying instance of a tree just doing something you didn't want it to? Um there's been a few that have come at me. Um I fell once I fell a big fur. And there was a big forked maple out about 70 feet. It was supposed it was supposed to roll away from that maple and fall alongside it. It, it fell in between the, the uh -oh. forks and it cut one off. And then it fell back at me. Oh, uh, that, oh. was, um, that was a bit unnerving. Yeah. So is that like it kicked it back? Or no, just... that the fork that came off was probably oh. eighty feet tall, and oh, then it man. fell back at me. Oh, okay. So I had to get oh. out of the way. Yeah. Oh, creepy. So you know, stuff happens. Yeah. Well, you never turn your back. You never turn your back on a tree. Yeah. So. And then, do different trees have different characteristics on what they might do? I know Jessica has a lot of fond memories and talking about. I can't remember what tree she said you had to chain because it could split open and kick you. Okay, hardwood is especially prone to what is called barber chairing, uh -huh. which means if because hardwood tends to lean, um, huh. it, it doesn't tend to grow straight like a fir and a cedar. Huh. So if you don't cut through fast enough, it will split and it will come back like this, and then it'll roll off one side or the other, and it can. You know, yeah, can obviously get you if it does that. If you put a chain around it, 
when it starts to split, it comes tight against the chain and it can't split anymore. Okay. So, um, yeah, so, you, you know, if you've got bad ones, you can chain them. Some, some species of tree, um, you can hold wood more because they're stronger. Um, cedar hmm. is cedar is brittle and it won't doesn't turn worth a darn. Hmm. Um, when it starts to break, it just breaks. Whereas if you cut one side off and hold some wood on another side of a of a an alder tree or a fir tree, that wood is strong enough to hold and it'll make the tree turn oh. and fall. If it's supposed to fall here. You can hold the wood. If it leans here and it's, you want it to fall here, you can hold wood on this side, cut it off on the other side, and then ease through it, and it'll twist and fall here oh, cool. instead of falling where yeah. it wants to lean. But cedar won't do that. Yeah. Huh. So. And this is stuff that you, I mean, I'm sure you got some help from the old time, but it was not like there's somebody out there with you, like, cut it this way and. It'll do this and that. And no, remember. That, was, that was all trial and error. Wow, yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you have all your safety equipment then, like I hard do. hat and chaps and wear your cork boots. And I wear a hard hat. I wear tennis shoes because I feel safer in them. <laughs> you wear tennis shoes for everything. I do. What's cork boots? They got, it's like track shoes, you know, they got. Oh, Okay. So, we'll be up in in zero degrees and feet of snow, elk hunting. We'll be in tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I like tennis shoes. No, no, it's it's great. I I think I think that's great. But it it's funny. Lots of guys like to wear cork boots, and that's fine. I don't feel as safe in them because I don't move as quickly in them. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel most stable wearing tennis shoes. And the last thing you want to do holding running chainsaws fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last thing you want to have happen when you're trying to get out of the way of a tree that's going bad on you is to get your feet tangled up and not, not get moving when you need to. I feel I'm safer in tennis shoes. Yeah. The downside of tennis shoes as opposed to steel-toed boots is you can cut your feet. Have you ever done that? Never. You can also get your feet crushed underneath the log. You ever done that? Never. Mm. But I'm careful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do know the limitations of what I wear. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm careful. Yeah. Um, I feel safest in tennis shoes. Most guys don't. They're calm. So I don't wear chaps either because I don't like big bulky things all over me. Yeah. Hard hat's nice. Yeah. Save, save me once or twice. You got that old metal one that's got the pretty good dent in it. Yeah. Good reminder. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, and I, I finally, finally found um, safety glasses that work. Oh, yeah. Those mesh ones. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. That's cool. Because regular safety glasses fog. Oh, okay. And the last thing you need to do when you're trying to get out of the way of something is not be able to see through the fog. Um, The mesh ones work great, and I like them. Is it like metal wire mesh? Uh, I don't think I've seen these. 
Yeah, yeah they're so. called bug's eye glasses. Oh. Um, it, I think it's some kind of hard plastic. Oh, okay. But it, it doesn't let sawdust get in your eyes, but it does breathe. Hmm. So, And I always wear ear protection. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still deaf. So, um, you know, without ear protection, go go to a saw shop and listen to how loud them guys talk. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. What? <laughs> uh, I know, like, because uh, I did hardwood floors, and like maple and certain oaks had to be grown above a certain parallel, I think, to make them hard enough. Uh, if they were grown too fast, then they were too soft for hardwood flooring in washington are they do they grow too fast or are they too soft they may be um i know most of the furniture made now is made with alder which is the softest of the hardwoods okay yeah also takes a stain better than anything else yeah so maple unless it's curly or figured in some way um is one of the cheaper hardwoods okay because I can't remember where it was. I can't remember what parallel line, but they wanted it grown. I think it was mainly over on the East Coast is where we'd get them. And they grew slow, slower. And so it was supposed to be harder. But I did, somebody did in Washington, they um, got some alder trees and made their own flooring. And that, it was soft. <laughs> alder sanders, would be soft. Yeah. It was sand went right butt. through it. Yeah. It didn't take <laughs> much to sand that. The floor. maple and the birch that grows in Washington is much harder than the alder okay yeah but um it's it's not as um desired hmm. so we get paid at least twice for alder what we do for maple yes yeah. that's, that's crazy maple was much harder to stain so i ran into a bit of a problem moving out to washington you you used maple as firewood yeah, <laughs> that that caused a problem because you don't do that here, <laughs> and especially we. Oh my gosh, how much firewood would I pull out of the pile and not let you sell? My shop is still full of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when I get a shop here, I'll take it. But we would be chucking firewood, and I'd grab a piece, and it would be curly maple, oh, and I'm like. No. You can't this. You can't give this to somebody to burn. And I would stash it in the shop, and and, and I try and sell all the curly stuff I can, but they want a log length. You, you know, they don't. You you get to a, a fork or a crotch in the trees. A lot of times, you'll have three or four feet that's curly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes really curly. Yeah, but. I can't. I can't put that on a log truck. I can't spend the time to sort that. The guys buying curly maple don't have the time to mess with it either. You know, mm. they want to. They want to cut an eight foot log or, oh, okay. you know, increments six, eight, something like that. They they don't have time to mess with that little stuff, and yeah. so it'd show up in our wood pile, and Devin would steal it. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I heard stories of people burning black walnut out there. What? Yeah. It's just right it's now um, right now where I have to ship maple to, um, it it's not cost effective for me 
to send maple to the mill. It'll go in the firewood pile. Really? Really. Hmm. So even a big, beautiful, perfect log. Oh, that's sad. It is, but yeah. it makes firewood really yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, Does it burn good at least? I mean, you get a lot of energy good. out of it? Yeah, it burns wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, a nice big straight piece of maple splits like crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> it and, does. And I make more money on it as a piece of firewood than I do selling it as a log. Really? I I have to make sure the, the landowner comes out on it. But um, right now with the cost and where I have to ship it, um, it, I lose money. Yeah. So. Where would you have to ship it? Right now it's going clear to LeConnor. Oh, okay. Um, and they're paying 200 a 1000 Decent load is 3,000 feet at that's 700 bucks minus 450 at least two what 250 bucks yeah how many uh, days to put the load together good stuff a day and a half 200 bucks but then if i split 60 40 or even uh, 50 50 i'm looking at 100 bucks yeah for a whole load a whole load of firewood is eight nine cords at 220 a cord uh, um you know that's eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah, and two hundred bucks to ship to truck at home. Uh, you know. Yeah. You do the math. Yeah. I mean, I do have time involved in cutting it up and all of that, but I still make way more money. Hmm. It's too bad. Yeah. You make beautiful stuff, but. Yeah. You know. It, Has the market changed since the um, pandemic and stuff? Because I've heard lumber prices have all gone up some of the contractors and well, stuff. I've heard that too and I'm kind of waiting for it on my end. Oh, <laughs> interesting. <huh? laughs> I have seen a bump in cedar price. Um, fur price initially fell. Um, really? Yeah, the bigger mill shut down for five or six weeks. Okay. Um, then when they figured out that the market was going to be okay, it, fur price came back to what it was pre-pandemic. Um the hardwood price is is more a function of um, there used to be two companies that bought hardwood. Mm. Warehouser was one. Um, Northwest Hardwood is a branch of Warehouser, mm. and then there was Washington Alder. Warehouser bought out Washington Alder, oh. um, ran both mills for a little while, closed one, and then in the past year they closed the other. Oh, really. So now you got to ship it um, much further away. They're paying less for it. Um, huh. They kind of they bought out the competition. Yeah. So um, it's messed up the market. Hmm. Well, and aside from the prices of lumber going up, they just can't get it. There's several projects around here that are on hold because they can't get building materials. Yeah, um, I don't know. Um, the mill seems to have lots of wood, but, you know, Great Western cuts a lot of specialty stuff for, um, a lot of it ends up in Europe. Mm -hmm. They cut high-end wood, hmm. um, big beams for, like, um, you know, lodge-type stuff where, oh, okay. where they need really big stuff, so... Um, 
the pole market is has cut maybe cut into that some because um, pole specs are much more lax than they used to be. Oh, but um, I'm not sure what the deal is. Hmm. So, but you know, if I could read the market, you know, yeah. I'd have bought stock and be retired by now. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. so now is telephone poles and stuff, is that a better way? Do you get more, make more money doing that? Or is it just a part of what you're doing? Uh, no. Whole... Um, poles are the best money I make. Okay. So, um, and the best poles are cedar poles. So they have specific specifications for poles. Um, basically poles go from 35 feet long to 120 feet long. Oh, wow. So I've never cut a 120 foot pole. Yeah, because cedars don't grow that straight, right? Or are they? Well, they can have some sweep in them, but um, they need to be fairly straight. They need to have a certain size at the top. They need to have a certain size at six feet. Um, and then getting say a 75 foot pole out of the woods is not the same as as a 32 foot log uh, you know yeah. the corners you have to make are it's it's just not the same yeah it's much more difficult which is why a lot of the big big logging companies don't bother with poles they don't want to mess with them even though it's oh. worth twice the money they don't want to screw around with it they'll cut yeah. 32 foot logs and send them to the mill as fast as they can go I don't mind spending an extra hour to make five hundred bucks on a single five hundred dollars extra on a single log. Okay. I can't make money faster than that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've never understood why big companies turn their nose up at five hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, but um, they don't want to mess with it. A lot of them. So it's fine. Yeah. Fine with me. Yeah. Your niche, your angle, right? Yeah. If I make the most money for my for the landowner, then he tells people, and I and I work all the time. Yeah, yeah. You've been getting a lot of new jobs in the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, a really old guy retired from from the pole company. Oh. And the new guy, um, he's. He's a go-getter. He's 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 out there all the time looking for poles. Okay. And he he if he sees poles, he will stop and find out who owns the land, and he will find them and talk to them. Yeah. So he's out there looking all the time, and a lot of the people he runs into, they have a small piece of ground with a couple loads of poles. He's recommended me for a whole bunch of jobs, um, and I got more work than I can handle, really. Yeah, which is nice. Um, so he's been great. Yeah, I like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had to turn any jobs down? Um, yeah, we're kind of getting to the point where we're turning work away. It just not going to get no young punk like Devin here out there. They have to move back to Washington. Oh. 
That'd be a problem to work from here. It's a long commute. Yeah. Yeah. It could be done. But employees are kind of... Um, Horrible? <laughs> have you had employees? <laughs> yes. Well, for first... deals with them, yeah. It's... First, it doesn't always work out. Yeah. But second, L and I on a logger is 20 bucks an hour. Oh, oh my that's goodness. That's insane. So, you know... As his employer, I'm paying close to twenty bucks an hour for L and I. Yeah, I got, I got to pay half of his uh, social security as yeah. his employer. I mean, you ask a guy to do what is sometimes a dangerous job, you got to pay him a decent wage. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm fifty bucks an hour into a guy. Yeah. I'm not worth fifty bucks an hour all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and I don't want to be riding a guy. Hey, you know, you got to be making me some money here. Yeah. So I, I just I, easier and I'm just opting out yeah. of that. I'll turn work away and let some some other guy deal with that headache. Yeah. So So you've that's um, interesting. So that yeah, L and I is actually kind of in a way promoting people not learning this trade or business owners wanting to hire somebody on and because you got the teaching process, you got yeah. You know, worrying about whether they're doing it right. And then just if they're a good worker. I mean, there's a lot of. And the nature of big logging companies, it just, they just, guys get hurt. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's it's big pieces of wood. It's big equipment. It's, you know, and when accidents happen, they're usually bad. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's not. It's not like in an office where you get a paper cut. (laughs) You know, a log falls on you, you're tore up for a while. Yeah. So, L&I is high. Yeah. Um, Ridiculously high. That's crazy. So, Is that something, though, too, that knowing that you're out there by yourself, that you don't have to worry about another guy getting in the way of the equipment or not Falling a tree on me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's helpful. Huh. Yeah. Makes sense. And I like being in one piece. Yeah. So I'm careful. Yeah. Um, I've been at this 30 years and never been busted up. Um, That's a little bit of luck and a little bit of being careful. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have that luxury when you're working for somebody. Yeah. You know, if if I don't like the way something looks or something feels, I'll walk around it and walk away from it. Yeah. Until I figure out why I don't like it before I'll fall it. Yeah. You don't have that luxury if you're working for somebody. You know, you're getting it done. Yeah. That one that, that dings you in the back of your head and says something's not right with this thing. Yeah. You don't have time to listen to that. Yeah. Hmm. And so guys guys get hurt. Yeah. Um, you know, I cannot make money for an hour. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's the difference. Hmm. So has that, because I mean, that's, that's a good thing to say that you haven't been busted up, you know, for 34. Is that, is there some kind of mental process you do? Do you always remind yourself every day or is it just listening to that gut instinct on this isn't, this doesn't feel right? The older I get, the more of that comes in. You know, when we first started, when you're 26, yeah. you know, you just do stupid stuff. Yeah, Devin knows all about that. <laughs> <laughs> and <What? clears throat> 
you know, so the first five or six years that we logged, we got away with a few. Yeah. Um, you know, we got we made some dumb mistakes that didn't cost us. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody's that lucky. What did you cut? Because you have no pulse in your left arm. Mm-hmm. What did What did you what? do? Was that logging? That That was just cutting firewood. Yeah. Okay. What did you do there? Well, there was a there was a tree that was had been bent over and didn't break. Um, when I started to cut it, it just kind of exploded out. Ooh. So yeah, that's the kind of stuff that can happen. Um, I got away with that one too. But what what hit you? It, just the branch it, whipping it back. A, it was it was a tree about this big. It wasn't oh, huge. Oh, okay. So, but it was just About big enough inches. that it just it just tore through my wrist. Oh, okay. Couldn't remember what that accident was that caused that. Yeah, that was. And yeah. anytime you have a doctor's appointment, you give them that wrist to check. They your always pulse. ask for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. <clears throat> Every once in a while, somebody gets scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had that bread accident that stop trying to make stuff up <laughs> i've never that, had a bread accident loaf of bread like bent over and then you went to grab it and it just like almost took your arm off <laughs> making me sound really weak <laughs> i almost died from a loaf of bread <laughs> so close i mean yeah you got away with that one oh, Oof. <laughs> i love you man yeah Cutting lumber and stuff. When did you... Because you, you cut the siding for your cabin, right? I did. So yes. is that something that you learned or is something you did? We just tried as, it. Yeah. That Was that like the, the first time you'd ever given that a shot? or We'd end up with... Sometimes we'd end up with a log that wouldn't fit on a truck hmm. or... You end up with eight feet that you can't sell. Mm. Um, you have to long butt a, a cedar to make the pole right. So you, you're left with five or six feet of, you know, a, a tree that's four feet in diameter or three feet in diameter. And you can cut it into firewood. But yeah. So just because we didn't want to throw stuff away, we tried to saw it. Mm. And, um, you know, Gene had that mill up there. Right. So we sawed some of that on, on that mill, but the, that mill was scary. Yeah, um, I've never seen it run, and I don't Well, it's never want going to, to run. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was just an old circular saw, a four-foot circular saw. Yeah. Ran off PTO on a tractor, and there was no safety anywhere near. <laughs> yeah, it's just, a, it's just a blade. Because the whole thing's still intact except for the wood that's rotting, but it's it's just the sled. Yeah, it's just a carriage that sits there and it just runs past the carriage, just runs past It's just this four-foot blade sticking up in the middle of the air. So And the the boards, when they fall off, you know, they fall right next to the saw. you got to pick them up right there. So, you know, you're you're four feet from, you know, the thing always always worried me. (laughs) When was the last time that was used? 
gosh, sometime in the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... Now, is that something you ever thought about getting into, like a portable mill, or is there no money really in cutting up some of the logs you... Um, I think there's money in doing it for yourself so you don't have to go to the lumber yard. Yeah, which we did for, you know, for a long time. We had two-by-fours around, or if you... You know, if you needed a couple of two-by-sixes, we had them. We used a lot of that in the shop. In your shop, yeah. 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 um, I don't have much interest in it anymore. Is it kind of its own? There's loggers and then there's the mill and that kind of thing. It's a different... Yeah. You know, it's... It's a lot of work. I, I enjoyed making boards. But, uh, well, well, yeah, we were using the the Alaskan mill that clips onto the and the, the bar of a chainsaw. Oh, and that and little mini mill. Yeah, that thing mill. works great. All it is is um, a guide. Yeah, you just get a nice a nice straight two by six or something, and it's it's just got a little track on it, and it clamps onto your saw, and you just you just run the saw down the oh. down the track, and it, board comes off oh cool yeah we've got maple birch cherry some elm from josh's place yeah devin's got a whole ton of wood (laughs) (laughs) is it in your way or something (laughs) um no but it's in my shop it's it's in it's filling up the barn up in grandma's (laughs) yeah so yeah, there's lots of wood there. Yeah. Some there there's some really pretty. There's some quilted maple in there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And some a lot of curly stuff. Yeah. Now, can you? I guess it's kind of going backwards, but can you mess up a tree if you don't fall it right? Like if it hits the ground wrong, or if there's a hump in the ground, or another stump, can you actually break logs or crack them? Or oh, sure. Yeah. So is that a big part of the process too? And and falling the logs where you want to put it, yeah. making sure that you don't mess it up. Yeah, I'll I'll give you an example. Well, falling it and getting it out. Okay. Um, I had an I cut a ninety foot pole, and I had a tight corner to get it out of. And you you get logs will slide, um, mm. especially cedar will bend, and that. It'll bend a certain amount and, th- and then it'll slide. Okay. This one didn't slide, and it and it broke. I didn't. Oh. I didn't think I pulled on hard enough on it to break it. Maybe I cracked it when it fell, but I it turned a twelve hundred dollar pole into four hundred dollars worth of saw logs. Mm. Oh. In in five seconds, I lost seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah, it makes a huge difference. You bust them up when you fall them, you know. Yeah. Because the mills pay better for certain lengths of logs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Great Western wants thirty twos and thirty sixes. If you bust it, if you you bust it out there somewhere, and what you end up with is one thirty two, and then a twenty two, which they hate. Oh. Then you're not getting paid good for that 22 because it broke there. And if it didn't break, you'd have cut a 32 out of it, and you got paid good for everybody for everything. Yeah. 
the log buyer's happy, you're happy, the landowner's happy. You start okay. busting them up. Yeah. You know, everybody's less happy. Yeah. And then that did that come with experience too, knowing just learning how to sit watching the trees over the years fall and mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes you can't help it. Yeah. You know, if the ground's not even, you fall in a big fur, chances are you're gonna break it somewhere. Yeah. Can't avoid it all the time. You try. Yeah. Speaking of big fur, most fun tree you that I ever helped you with the downies. Uh, the one by the house? Yeah. Were you there that day? That we, we pulled into the field? Oh, yeah. That was a big tree. What, uh, well, how many board feet was in that, and what did you make on that tree? Oh, gosh. I don't remember how many board feet. I just remember that we cut over, um, two, there was 250 feet of saw log in it. Oh, the wow. tree was just about 300 feet tall. Oh my goodness. Tallest tree I've ever fell. And it was it was about four and a half feet on the stump, but it, it just didn't taper because it no. was so stinking tall. Um, uh, when that thing hit the ground, it it just rattled everything. Oh, cool. it, it, was, it didn't break either. No, that was crazy. Um and it it kind of leaned bad. That was um uh, Yeah, we used a skitter to pull that away from the house as it was falling. Yeah. It leaned toward the house. Oh. So, um, yeah, that was quite a tree. I think Jessica might have a video of that coming down. Really? I should see if she's got that on her uh, phone was... or iPad or something. Yeah, that... That was neat. Yeah, that was a big tree. <laughs> but some of the old guys fell some incredibly huge Oh yeah. oh yeah. Well, some of the stumps are still out there from the old growth, and you can oh, see man. like the notches where they would put the boards in to stand higher and saw it. Well, the old guy that lives next door to Downey's, he was a logger when he was young. He fell, fell a tree um, up on the Mosquito Lake Road when they were first logging up there near the Middle Fork that was over three hundred and fifty feet tall. Oh my goodness. And um, I forget how many board feet he said were in it, but it was, he said it wasn't the biggest diameter tree he fell, but it was 10 feet in diameter on the stump. And he said um, it barely tapered for, for over a hundred feet. That is taller than a football field is long. Yeah. That's crazy. I wish some of those, is there still any of those trees left or? I've gone on some long hikes out there, and I've seen those old stumps, but... Um, you know, there's some big old growth in places. Mm-hmm. Um, not not a lot of it anymore. Yeah. But, you know, it took a thousand years to grow that yeah. tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've been logging for over 30 years. You must not hate it. I, I do like it. I enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, it is nice. I don't know if Jessica told you we we ran into an old oil field worker out there at Clark the other day. Oh. Mm-hmm. We were talking to him. He's he's he said 
he's got a buddy who can't decide where he's going to retire because he wants to retire where there are fewer stupid people than there are smart people, <laughs> and he hasn't found one yet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's why I like working by myself. <laughs> yeah. So where are you retiring? Well, I don't, I don't know, but on the job anyway, there's... <laughs> There's only one guy there, and if he's stupid or smart, it doesn't, you know, it depends on the day, but uh, well, there's never no more seri- stupid people than smart people, so. No serious injuries, so That's at least good. at work, you're smart. Yeah. I'm not quite sure how to take Yeah, I know. Yes. I was kind of like, what is that? I said at least. I wasn't saying only like at work. I like that he said he liked to work alone. He really looked at you. Like, oh yeah, I'm sure he hated when I worked with him. Probably slowed him down. When, I had fun when all the kids came. Jessica worked with me. Josh worked with me. Yeah, you worked with me some. I always enjoyed that. Yeah. What is Jessica? Jessica always talks about how much she enjoyed the smell too of all the sawdust and the wood. And oh yeah, yeah. That's I, I like it when she talks about it. She always seems to have like fond memories of. Yeah, I love the smell of wood. So it sounds like a dream job. Do you have a dream job? Yeah, I'm living the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd like to do my dream job. You're not? What? No. No. I don't think so. Probably never will. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, what? which is probably woodworking. Yeah, that'd be nice. Got at least a year's worth of wood for you to work. <laughs> I need a shop. <laughs> uh, if we could, have, if I could find, figure out some kind of shop space here. Yeah, and then if you could take some classes bed. or something. Ouch! <laughs> you know, I haven't used that big bandsaw yet. What'd you get it for then? <laughs> I got it for you to use. <laughs> oh, and then I moved. And then you moved. How big is it? It's not huge. 14 inch yeah mm. uh got a grizzly oh okay it's one of their bigger ones it's pretty nice used it a little bit had a huge like it was a massive bandsaw had the big like eight foot mm. you could put a big old log through it and... there's a big old bandsaw up at jean's shop it's scary too oh i don't mm-hmm. like turning that thing on it scares the crap out of me <laughs> It's not as scary as his sawmill, but it's scary. <laughs> yeah. Is he messed up or busted up or He's chopped dead. up? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that's Brad's My blade? father-in-law. That we're oh, okay. Sunday's dad. Yeah. Did he die by blade? No. Or by no. tooth? Old age. Oh, okay. So that equipment didn't kill him then? No, but we're not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> Did he use it a lot or... Um, the sawmill, not too much, yeah. but he ran that bandsaw a bit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't know. It always feels like that blade's going to come off and just cut the crap out of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't trust that thing. I've only used it a couple times. How big is the blade? The one that that guy had was like, the blade was... Wide? No, like long, like as the, from the tooth to the back of the blade. Yeah. Yeah. The width. The width. Yeah. It was a big old... No, this massive. is, this is like a... Inch and a half blade. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Still, not. Still, that's. 
It's just yeah. the speed that it goes, and it doesn't, it doesn't seem it's it doesn't not seem balanced. To be a guard the, anywhere either. No, there's no guard, and oh. I don't think the wheels are balanced on it. It just, it just I don't know. It just <laughs> always feels like it's going to come apart. Yeah, I don't know. most most of the things in that shop, the shopsmith too. Before I reworked it a little bit, that thing scared the crap out of me. Yeah, you could have that shopsmith too. If I had somewhere to put it, it doesn't fit in an apartment too well. I guess I could put it on the deck. Yeah. Neighbors got to clean up. Turn turn, turn some bowls out there, flinging <laughs> chips out into the parking lot. Yeah. Probably wouldn't go good. Yeah. Uh, cars are all covered. Yeah. Well, you, you thought that we wouldn't make it to a half hour. Oh. Over an hour and ten minutes. Man. Time so, flies when you're having fun. So you'll never ask me to do this again. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. See, because it was so easy and free-flowing. Yeah. And you enjoyed it so much. It took two years off my life. <laughs> yeah, and you don't have many to spare. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought those were saved for me. Everybody that's older than me gets it. Oh, okay. All right. And I'm already married to his daughter. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what have I got to lose? He's, the a, he's a logger. <laughs> oh, crap. Well, thanks for finally yeah, that was fun. agreeing to sit down and impart your wisdom. It wasn't nearly as painful as I thought it was. Yeah. See? Yeah. And, and you didn't even have didn't... to have alcohol. If you'd like to contact us to ask any questions or correct us on anything, please reach out on Instagram at unsupervisedmen underscore podcast or unsupervisedmenpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.